Sometimes you feel so alone and overwhelmed, you don't know where to turn. These days, it seems like there is no end to our problems. We invite you to connect with Silent Unity, the 24-hour prayer ministry where someone is waiting to pray with you right now. Since 1890, Silent Unity has always been there. No judgment or dogma, just someone affirming the best for you. Call 816-969-2000 today. You can also connect online at unityprayervigil.org. Discover the power within. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. This one is called The Plants. Take eight. Welcome to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. We all know the funniest things happen when we stop taking ourselves too seriously and step out boldly, like Mr. Magoo blindly stepping onto the next swinging girder and falling into an outrageous jackpot. Your hosts, Daryl and Ed, are about to administer a refreshing dose of laughter and love that will inspire you to step out boldly and experience the funniest things. Now, here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed. Welcome to The Funniest Thing. Yes. Where each week we share stories about how stepping out boldly always leads to better than expected outcomes. Thank heavens it does. I'm Daryl. And I'm Ed. And we're broadcasting live from middle school studios in downtown Culver City, the heart of Screenland. Yes. You know what, Ed? You know what I should I think I think you know what? We don't normally have advertisements on okay. our show, All but right. I think we should advertise something on this show. What do you want to let people know about? No more shrinkage. All right. That happens to be the title of today's show, No More Shrinkage with Alan Klein. Wow. When we believe we're unworthy, we question and doubt our good when it comes to us. Our job is to continuously affirm, I allow an abundant universe to shower its gifts upon me. Rather than an arrogant ego high, it's a humble acceptance of God's will. On this episode, Daryl and Ed remind listeners that today can be their lucky day by expecting unexpected good fortune. And during the second segment, Mr. Jollytologist Alan Klein revs up our enthusiasm with today's daily word, zeal. So ah. We're looking forward to talking to Alan. He's got a... Amazing life. He's inspired a lot of people, and he's going to inspire us today. Yes, he is. Before that, we're going to set up the show as we always do, because one thing that the show, when we're talking about shrinkage, one of the first indicators is that when our when I stop feeling my joy, and I've been experiencing this at work this week, I've really had to apply these principles. Yes, me too. But there's good news that we can always change what we're thinking. That's right. And. A lot of times we forget that that the thought actually precedes the experience, and um, we can by changing our thinking we can actually stop the sh- stop the shrinking and get back into the flow <laughs> with the joy. That's right. We can stop the shrinking <laughs> when we change our thinking. That's right. So let's take a breath to clear our mind here. Ready? Oh. <sighs> when my joy starts shrinking, I change my thinking. Ah. <sighs> When my joy starts shrinking, I change my thinking. Ah. When my joy starts shrinking, I change my thinking. Ah. 
right. Those angels. All right. So, so as we always say, we didn't make this stuff up. We're talking about principles here. Um, so when we talk about changing our thinking, one of the things that we recommend for everyone is a morning routine. We recommend uh, what was recommended to Daryl, recommended not just to Daryl but to many people, and that we both uh, practice this every day. Some inspired reading, some meditation, and some affirmative prayer. Because we're not just randomly changing our thinking. We're getting our thinking back in the flow with the truth, with the greater truth. Of yes. When things, it's, I was thinking about this earlier because I woke up today and my mind, first I was really excited. And then my mind kind of, all like some of the stress that my mind had gotten caught up in at work was active. And um, Well, wait a minute. Yes. Now you're reminding me. I was starting to have nightmares that this thing that I had removed from my back was infected with E. coli. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, what's his name? Terry, who comes on our show? Terry, uh, Terry McBride. Yeah, and I started seeing myself having yeah. to get all the surgeries he got. So I, I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah. So, so what I was thinking about because also I, I work with uh, with children, and uh, and one of the students in particular has been in that kind of. Off the beam, if you will, off of the the, the joy, the, the that frequency, right? And if, I was thinking about this, and I was thinking when I, when we're off of that beam, it's like it's almost like the chain on a bike. When the, you remember when the chain of your bike would fall off? Yeah, it jams everything. It, yeah, you could paddle paddle harder and harder, but you're not going to go anywhere, right? You have to get the chain back yes. the, and get the chain back on so that the yes. whole thing is flowing again. And I, I was thinking, and, and other Alan Cohen calls it getting back on the beam. Others people call it that as well. Yeah, Emmett Fox is Emmett called Fox. Yeah, that's, back okay, on yeah. The beam. And I think, uh, yeah. So what we're saying here, when we're off of the beam, it feels terrible, and we also feel tempted to try harder. Yes, and pedal harder. But until we get back on that beam, until that chain clicks back in. It doesn't matter. No, no amount of effort is going to overcome that. So we well, have to do things to want well, and, and just to go along with that theme. Yes, to get the to get the chain back on mm-hmm. is very simple. You just put it on the top of the gear, right? And you start moving forward again, and everything gets back in alignment. Yes, true. That's what I was thinking. It's all about alignment, getting back into alignment with who we really are, with what's really going on, because. When, we're, when I'm struggling, I've, I've totally I lose touch of how loved and supported and amazing I am, and the people around me are, and that's like how it feels when that chains off. But when, like you said, one thought to get back into that flow, then one more thought, and you know, taking some yes. time to just get back in the flow. So and, let's hear some. And, well, and it really ahead. is aim. It's like if I'm feeling that way, my mind is not giving love. It's not. It's not in love at all. Right. So right. it was the same thing when I started having those thoughts in the shower about my back. Right, right. Yeah, because I just had minor surgery done. Yeah. So I started, I'm fine. But I started having these thoughts this morning out of nowhere after being all excited about the show. I did my morning routine. Right. So I go, oh, you're probably a little hungry. And then I said, wow, you have a great imagination, but you're not, you're not imagining anything loving. Right, right. Like, I'm not imagining anything loving at all. Right. And as soon as I s- caught myself, right. and I started imagining, no, what would be loving? What's loving? Is this Because then I could laugh at the idea yes. that I was thinking that instead yes. of taking it so seriously. And then when my mind started to move into love, like, that was ridiculous. I can't even believe I was thinking that. Right. My body heals even without my permission. 
naturally, like all our bodies do. Right, right. I, I was like you said, the temptation came back. Yeah, yeah, but this is real, like the negative. Yes. And I said, no, it's not. Yeah, I know. That was another thing. A lot of the things that we, I think, I'm doing to help in those moments is oh, actually yes. the very resistance that's keeping me stuck in the problem. And I was thinking, you can, you don't sit on your bike and pretend you're pedaling. And pretend you're right. happy and everything. You have to do something. You, I have oh. to make the shift, right? We're not talking about packing the musket and pretending that you're in a great state of mind. Right. You're not. There, we're, the, there's prin- the, these principles and these practices that allow us to get back into the aligned flow yes. where we can sincerely share our joy, where it's coming from. Yes. That, you know, I've I, been thinking about something that was in Alan Cohen this week, which is, um, but it's not originally Alan Cohn's, but it, he, I think he he was the one who reminded me this week, which is um, when I do God's work, God does my work. And so yes. I, I was letting in my job, but, you know, I had to get back into when I think of what is God's work, it's to be an ambassador of God's love, yes. to be kind, to, to have an open heart, to listen and and um, not not be so self-centered that I'm so worried about these fears and these little things that I think that, that I, or, or my own uh, illusion of unworthiness. That's not... Oh, we got a good reading Yeah, so I think we should get into the reading. One last thing. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Because I'm on fire. No, no, I'm glad. I'm glad. I just it, don't want to take up too much time. No, we're, we got plenty. Yeah, yeah. As long as it's making sense. Yeah, I think it is. All right, great. So a part of the excitement for today's show, because when we have these things, my, uh, my mind starts, that's why I love doing the show, because when we have these things, meaning these shows to look forward to, and we yes. know what the topic is, it just so happens that it's the exact tool I need throughout the week. Totally. So in my journal, you know, after my morning routine, I jot some ideas that come to me that are helpful to me. I don't know if they're right. going to be helpful to anybody else, right. but to me in the moment. And this goes along with the show. So I just wrote in my book after my routine, God, today I'd love to feel what it's like to trust you completely and live free of all concern and filled with joyful childlike faith. Thank goodness for my new understanding of God as a loving, providing, and guiding force. Yes. Today, I reflect on my true identity by visualizing the feel-good image of myself. You know, whenever we're imagining ourselves doing the things we would love to be doing or even love to do. Right, right. Do you notice how good it feels? Yes. E- even if it's something we're not doing yet but would love to? Yes. Well, that's our true identity. That's right. That's why it feels so good. Yes. When I, f- when I feel not so good, it's because I'm seeing myself in a poor light. Yes. And now here's what you were talking about with the bike. I, could, I, I can't believe you brought that up. That's amazing. Because here it is. This is what I do the same thing. When I feel not so good, it's because I'm seeing myself in a poor light and then trying hard to compensate. Yes. Instead, today, let's see our feel-good selves. No more shrinkage as I continuously see see me as the me that feels good to see. Yeah. So there's no more shrinkage as I continuously see me as the me that feels good to see. To me. Right. And, and the, the challenge with... Because look at you. you yes. You're a great teacher, and then you forget to see yourself as right. that great teacher. Uh, yes. But once you see yourself as right. a guy who could just, you know, go with the flow and miraculously 
transform situations. Right. That's a feel good person. Right. And that's, you know, and the, that's what Jesus is talking about. The spirit of the law is what gives it life. Letter of the law killeth, but without the spirit behind it. Yes. Because these, these ideas, when, when I'm out of alignment, when I'm out of touch with who I really am, these ideas can sound really good and make a lot of sense and da 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 but without the spirit, and the spirit is love, the spirit is joy, the spirit is ever-evolving good for everyone concerned all the time. That that doesn't change. It's that, that's, and that's always existing. It's, yeah, and sometimes, man, it's like, I'm so glad we're doing this show. Because, me too. And the thing that's really helped me this week is realizing like only God can really do the work in the way. Yes. Like, I had a really big question about a student, and I, I, I think I had lunch with you. And the, my mind was going into a lot of doubt. How am I going to help this person? I don't know. I don't. It was focusing. Oh, on, I, don't, I, don't yes. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And um, I just kept saying, you know, we, like, I don't. I'm not going to dwell in the I don't know. I'm going to, or I'm not going to go into confusion. I'm just going to acknowledge. All right, right now I don't know, but God can do it. Uh, yeah, like yes. the God can and will solve this problem. Right, and then I remember on my way back to school. Yeah. What did that thing say? Higher, high faith. Remember yes, someone, on the license on plate, right after. Plate, it, yeah, it said high faith, and I said, "Okay, just keep my faith high." And I kept blessing the situation. And short story long, I ended up having a, there was a, a training that day, um, and it was one of those trainings that most of the time I'd probably sit through. I've heard this a million times, blah blah blah. I wouldn't get anything for right. why do I have to be here? But on this day, every question I had for you know, like for that student was answered immediately, like this- boom, 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 boom. And I made a whole bunch of changes in this program. And like, oh, and, this and is someone even said to me, how do you do these things so fast? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I sit there and I try to figure it out. And I had to think to myself, like, that's God working yes. through me because all of a sudden data, I made a data sheet, which never like, I've never been a big person on data. I just more of an yes. intuitive, but I made a data sheet. I made a visual schedule. I made all this stuff, and it was boom, boom, boom. Oh. But it didn't even feel like work because I was so inspired. It's amazing. That's oh. where the spirit of the, of, the, of the truth came through, and it made my job fun and easy. Well, and that's how we don't shrink, by throwing the burden on God. Oh, I got a good one, but let me read this. Yeah, this let's, is, let's hear this it. is from Alan Cohen. It's from October 27th in A Deep Breath of Life, if you right. have this book. If not, you could find all the books we read from on our website. And just so you know, we have like a ton of readings lined up. We'll see what we get yeah. through. But like, we don't shrink either. When the show starts, the spirit moves through, and, yes. and then the show goes where the show goes. All right, I got a good one that goes with this, with exactly what you shared. This one, uh, October twenty seventh. Doubt whom you will, but never yourself. Christine Bovee. I don't know who she is, but that's a nice quote. If we. <laughs> believe we are unworthy, we will question or doubt our good when it comes. We will believe there is some hidden motive or catch, or we may feel that it will be snatched away as easily as it came. Yes. If we know our worth, we will attract and accept our blessings in a spirit of joy and celebration. We will see our experience as an affirmation that we live in an abundant universe and delight in passing generosity along at our next opportunity. Now, it's funny. I, I that love again it. was from a, a deep breath of life, yes. which is a great book for a morning routine. It's a daily reader from Alan Cohen that we love. We had Alan on the show. Now, two, and he was great too. Now, two uh, fun things happened, but I want to read this real quick. This is another one we had lined up that's worth reading. Yeah. This is from Around the Year with Emmett Fox. Okay, well, uh, let me just say one statement about what you just read, which is. 
When I, I've been doing that Saturday meditations on Facebook Live and le- leading it, yes. just like you do the Friday at noon at the Unity of the West Side. Every time I do that meditation, when I come to the part where it starts, I kind of feel intuitively led to claim my good. We're yes. claiming our good. It becomes so obvious that it, like, like what Eric Butterworth said, affirmation. We're not making anything true. We're just aligning with the truth yes. that is already there. We're just we're, so when we're claiming our good. A lot of us have led ourselves to believe, and maybe some others have led us to believe that we're not worthy of very much. So we think that by claiming good for ourselves, that we're like maybe like uh, like in the like it's sacrilegious or it's that, egotistical, it's arrogant, or whatever, it's arrogant. But it's it's not. not. We're it's just humble. Claiming like I feel like we we came here on a mission to bring love to this world, and God was like, "I'll provide you with all that you need. You just got to claim it." It's like Amazon has delivered the package, uh, DoorDash. It's out. It's at the front door. Open the door and grab the package. It's already there. And the key to the door is love. As long as we're expressing love and putting love in the areas where we think we got to overcome some diabolical situation right it transforms and it. it's an inner door it's the kingdom in, yes. of god is within when we open that door within the light shines outward and all the good flows in okay this is a good one because it goes along with your example and i got two quick examples i love it De- this is tail wags dog from around the year in emmett fox october 30th man controls his own life this is the this one. I love Emmett Fox because yeah, he's unapologetic. I love it too. The Bible says that God has given him dominion over all things. He's talking about us, and this is true when he understands the truth. And the truth is that your outer conditions, your environment, are not cause; they are effect. You are not happy because you are well. You are well because you are happy. You do not have faith because things are going well. They're going well because you have faith, and faith means joyful expectancy that it's going to work out. Right. You are not depressed because trouble has come to you, but trouble has come because your relation, your realization of the truth had first fallen off. And we know when that happens because I don't feel good, like I read from my book this morning. Yes, yes. The secret of life, then, is to control your mental states. To accept sickness, trouble, and failure as unavoidable and perhaps inevitable is a folly. This is exactly what I did this morning. Because it is the very acceptance by you that keeps these evils in existence. Man is not limited by his environment. He creates his environment by his beliefs and feelings. To suppose otherwise is like thinking that the tail can wag the dog. If you've been thinking that outer conditions are stronger than you are, say to yourself, tail wags dog and immediately reverse the belief. Who did hinder you that ye should not obey the truth? And that's from Galatians chapter 5, verse 7. And the truth is good news that this stuff really works. Uh, Yeah, right. And uh, I was going to say, too, that it takes a lot of willingness to let go of old definitions of who we are, of, of identifying with thought patterns. Sometimes they feel like they own us because they've been going on so long. But that is not the truth. And, so, and it does take compassion with ourselves, you know, like slowing down sometimes with ourselves. But and just finding that seed of yes. faith, like a mustard seed and being willing to say, I wonder what else I could be thinking. I wonder what else can be going on right now. Or I can I can I'm willing to believe it's possible that yes. I could get well. You could start yes. with that. This is the any lengths that they talk about in 12 step groups. You know, they go, are you willing to go to any lengths? And a lot of people think that means. What does that mean? Like going door to door, helping, you know, drunken shots or driving. It doesn't mean that. It means the any lengths of minding our mind. Right. 
And Which is what vigilant means, staying awake, yes, way staying away, thinking. Keep waking myself up. So this, right, so right. Um, uh, just the other day, yesterday, before the meditation, yeah, our friend Steve, Stephen Tom Thorpe, got right. asked to start doing the recordings for the Unity of the West Side. Right, right. Because he did such a great job when he did our talk last time. That's right. And I lent him this um, relatively expensive tripod. Oh yeah. That I had designed, that I created, and had a guy help me cut through the metal to make it so it would hold a camera right and it's like a professional light stand anyway so he said well you can i use your tripod and i said well you have it and he right. said no i don't i go yeah you do right. you recorded the thing so i said well maybe it's at my house because he was he told me this long tale about no no i saw you pack it in your car oh my gosh you know how well you know how we get in that bad habit of making excuses yeah and yeah. he's just new to this stuff so you got to cut him some slack <laughs> But I get to my house and it's not there. So in the morning, oh man, my my, uh, what do they call the back of a dog? The hackles are up. So I was like, typical, you know. I can't trust anybody. And I knew this was going on because I didn't hear from you at all. <laughs> and it was almost noon. And Daryl, when Daryl's happy, you're getting texts all day. And I knew. So I and then I talked to Stephen Topthorpe, and I knew. I was like, oh man. So wait. So after doing like a mafia beat down on him, like not, I sent a couple texts. <laughs> I said, okay, I'm just going to affirm this thing's there. But my mind would get high on the idea that it'd be found, but then it would sink again. Right, right. You know? So I said, this is ridiculous. I should be grateful I'm alive. You know, my heart's right. beating. On the way to the Unity of the West Side, I'm okay. driving, I'm less than like 100 yards from the place on Overland. Yeah. Okay, that's the street perpendicular to where the church is. And all of a sudden, I'm listening to, believe it or not, The Power by Rhonda Byrne on my radio. Okay. Right, right. And then she says, you know, if we're feeling bad about something, it's because we're not giving love to the situation. And imagine right. what you would really love. So I start imagining, you know what? I'm going to love the idea of that being there, you know, us both being totally wrong, you know, him and me. And it's going to be so joyful. Like, I really felt good about it. Yes. As soon as I had that feeling, I haven't heard from T Stephen Thompson all morning because he was gun shy. I don't blame him. But as soon as I had that thought, he calls me uh. and he says, the tripod's here. And you know what's amazing? Because while you were affirming all that, I happened to call him. And um, for some reason, when he said this tripod was missing, <laughs> like, I, I must have, like, because I'm also born in New York. I came here when I was five, but my dad's name is Vinny from the Bronx. So I got, sometimes I have that mafia part of me too. I go, What are you, a kid? You think this thing just vanished? In the thin air? Of course it exists. It's going to show up right before that. Right that before is amazing. That's, so I that's also Terry McBride. Yeah, so I was affirming that truth, too. And right after I said that to him, because he was like, what should I do? Just stand here? And with all due respect to, you know, that movie Rain Man, I said, what, did you turn into a Rain Man from Dustin uh, <laughs> Hopper from Rain Man? You know, you're a grown man. Choose what you want to do. And... Uh, but right after we affirmed that it existed, and you oh, switched it's amazing. your mind, and it goes Wait. with this. Uh, oh yeah, read that because I got one last quickie. It goes with daily reflections. This is a book of meditations for people in AA, but uh, we have a copy of it <laughs> but, here. But non-alcoholics like it too, right? Because AA was really built on metaphysical principles, yes. straight from uh, Emmett Fox and other writers of that time. But this one quote that Daryl highlighted, which says, and this goes right with what you just said. It yes. says, "On the days when I am grateful, good things seem to happen in my life." 
The instant I start cursing things in my life, however, the flow of good stops. God did not interrupt the flow. My own negativity did. And now one 60-second miracle this morning. Right, we still got three minutes. Oh, good. Well, then it might stretch, but I won't stretch it. Anyway, this you're, morning. You're from New Jersey. 60 seconds tends to go a little bop, 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 bop. Okay, so uh, I'm putting together, I'm designing this cover and the, the, the font for the inside of that book I'm putting together. Right, right. So um, I got a book on fonts because I love fonts anyway. So I treated myself to this book. You do love fonts. You know, it's an expensive book. Fonts are actually typeface for those who don't know. It's and just, you've actually helped me because I, before I was like blind to the effects of fonts. But now when oh, I yeah. see them, I go, oh, yeah, that does make me feel a certain way. Yes, they really are more powerful than you realize in the, the, the emotion that they, that, they, um, trigger. Uh, that they trigger within us when mm, we see them. Right. So I'm looking at this book, and all of a sudden I start thinking, wait a minute. You know which font would look best for the text in my book? Right. You know, for the the copy, all the writing portion? Right. Is the font that this that they're using in this book. Wow. So not all the examples. In the, and I start looking, I go, this guy, you probably didn't even think the font in this book is. You know right, what I mean? Right, right. So then I just, I, and this is the light touch folk. Yeah. Folks, the most powerful prayers are the ones we just toss over our shoulder. Right. Our good comes in over a, yeah. uh, what is it called? Devil may care attitude. Or yeah, yeah. Or, uh, or I don't care attitude. Yes. And all my good comes in over a calm sea. So, so I just yes. tossed. I said, oh, whatever. You know, and then uh, I was compelled to just flip through the book and have fun from the back to the front. Yeah. And I'm just looking at showing examples. And all of a sudden I stop on this page that had nothing particularly interesting in it on it right and it was the font called sentinel and it wasn't even you know and i'm just reading along and he goes the entire copy of this book lay uh, you know all the text in this book is sentinel and he wow. gives the number and everything and i go how the heck does this stuff yeah like, and if we listen all, to like that voice all. of negative if we would listen to the voice of doubt that thinks this is too good to be true we would no. miss it that's what we always say. The good, good is coming to your door. Are we there to receive it? Or have and we it, gone off into the world of doubt and fear and worry? And this was buried in several paragraphs. My mind, like I just went down and no I see No more shrinkage, man. No more it's shrinkage. It's amazing, folks. Coming up next, Mr. Jollytologist Alan Klein revs up our enthusiasm with today's daily word, zeal, and his own wisdom. So thank you for listening to Funniest Thing on Unity Online Radio. You're listening to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. If you have a question or comment about today's show, or if you'd like to join in the discussion, friend us on Facebook at Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, or email us at funniestthing at unityonlineradio.org. Now, back to Funniest Thing. Thanks for sticking with us into the second segment of today's episode Spit no more it out, man spit it out no more shrinkage with alan cohen yeah alan klein <laughs> <laughs> 
Say that one more time, will you? No More Shrinkage with Alan Klein. Yeah. Speaking of No More Shrinkage, uh, Eric Butterworth has a great book called Celebrate Yourself. It's one of my favorite books. And uh, there's a chapter called The Universe and You. Ah. And he says, listen to the voice of silence within. It is saying to you, you are a unique and wonderful individual. You are important. You are not just a statistic, but a vital part of the universe. Truly, you live in its center. You are its center. You are God's living enterprise. God has something wonderful to say through you, which you can only say as you. The cosmos can never be quite complete without you. Yeah. All right. Now, so, speaking of you, let's thank our listeners. listeners. Yeah. Yes. Go ahead. Matter of fact, the T-shirt I'm wearing was from one of our listeners, Glenn Brewster. The shirt and, on your back. And his fiance Sarah. Oh, he said, and they sent us some wonderful shirts. I have mine at home. Yes, this is Oaklandish. That's their new logo up there. Very exciting, very colorful. It's and a very um, poppin' modern slogan. It's called Oaklandish. It's Oaklandish, brother. I lived in Oakland for a little while. Yeah, well, since you left, it became Oaklandish. True. It was so, always Oaklandish up there. <laughs> Um, <laughs> well, if you want to send us things like a T-shirt, <laughs> right. our size is large, right. both of us. Now, only kidding. But if you do, we do love receiving letters of any sort. You can write to Funniest Thing, P.O. Box 1312, Culver City, California, 90232. Or simply go to DarylNed.com and hit the contact button and boom, instant email. Yeah, we want to thank our chief engineer. His name's Jeff Comfort. He's an amazing fellow. Each and week, each week he, he takes, takes us right into the comfort zone. Yeah. All right. Uh, we love Jeff Comfort. Shout out to the prayer line, a.k.a. Silent Unity. Their number is 800-NOW-PRAY or 800-669-7729. If you're feeling like you're shrinking and you want help to change your thinking, to change your thinking, call Silent Unity. They also have an app, the letter U, the word pray. We use this stuff all the time. Um, it's absolutely free. No strings attached. No, yeah. they don't collect anything. And man, it's been around for 125 years. Yeah, right. And and it's based on the, that phrase. Silent unity is not just the name of a phone line. It's a, it's an understanding that when we go into the silence, we connect with everyone, regardless of time and space, and we connect with ourselves in that silence. And they will help you to do that. They help us do that. Um, another thing that helps us do that, and this is another part of silent unity and this whole unity tradition was to come up with something so that everyone, just like all the spiritual traditions, everyone could have something to read on a daily basis. To kick off their day. To kick off their day and connect. Because this, again, if you listen to Daryl and Ed talk, we talk about how throughout the day we lose the beam. We lose touch with this awareness and then we have to come back to it. And one of the tools, yes. Well, I was going to say, it's very important what, what Ed just said because the fact that we take the time in the morning to connect. Yeah. That enables us during the day to realize right. when we're off the beam. Right. And also it gives us the the faith or the enthusiasm or the motivation rather to know that we can easily choose to get back on the beam right. because we've been applying it every morning, that connection. So it gets easier and easier yes, it does. when it does happen. Right. Because I used to be a serial runner. Not physically, mentally. I would run for years from things. Now I, I, when I, I still get tempted to do that, but because of these practices, it allows yeah. me to let that go and give love to myself and do some supportive things. So every day, one part of our morning routine is the Daily Word is what we were getting to. If you want to read the Daily Word, you can go to DarylNed.com. It refreshes on our homepage or go to read or subscribe at DailyWord.com. Yes. And someone who's going to help us read the Daily Word 
share his jollytology. Um, he's got a book out called The Awe Factor. Did I get that right? Yeah, A-W-E, Awe. So he's like Led Zeppelin touring the world, sharing about the Awe Factor right now. So you might see him somewhere in, in your town. And we truly are honored to uh, have you on the show. How are you doing today, Alan? I am uh, full of zeal. Oh, wonderful! Well, do you want to kick ready. it? Do you want to kick I'm it off ready. with that and get? That, yeah, why not? That? Yeah, since you're full of zeal, you want to just read that right up the front? Right up sure. the front. You ready? <laughs> okay. Right. Are you ready? Right up the front. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So zeal. With a capital Z. <laughs> <laughs> right I am an optimistic expression of God's energy and love. I am excited for the possibilities of this day. Yes. Though I do not know what challenges or opportunities may come my way, I look for and expect positive outcomes. I treasure even the most mundane events. My morning shower, a cup of coffee or tea, the drive to work, or completing an errand. My zealous attitude is contagious. Other, others' moods are lifted by my outlook, words, and actions. I, in turn, am brightened by their positive response to my zeal. I make the decision that this will be my best day ever. Mm. I face all difficulties with hope and trust, knowing I am an example of God-filled faith with excitement for all that each moment can bring. I go about my day with unbridled enthusiasm. I go about my day with unbridled enthusiasm. I am blessed and I am a blessing to all I encounter. And from Romans 12:11, do not lag in zeal, be ardent in spirit. Man, that that little Bible verse really hits home. Like, and that, them saying like, "Don't let make sure your joy don't shrink." No, it's saying, "Is it yeah, crazy?" No that shrinkage. It's saying, "Do not shrink." Yeah. Yeah. You know, I have an exa- I have so many examples that I can use from just this reading. Yes. Um, I lo- I love this line that says, "My zealous attitude is contagious." So I was at Unity one day and. This person who hadn't been to many unity services came up to me and she said, I've only been here a few months. She said, every time I'm around you, I really love it because, you know, you just you just light me up. Mm. And um, she said something. I'll tell you what she said in a moment. But uh, Alan, can you pause for a second? Is there, are you tapping on a desk or something? There's something we're hearing. I just want to make sure everyone can hear you clearly. There's something Were you going. moving what something? Was, you... was it like this? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, I was excited. And, yeah, it's coming yeah. on the mic really <laughs> yeah. loud. Yeah, we just want to make sure that we everyone gets to hear you because uh, is this too loud? No, no, no that's no, perfect. No, as that's long perfect. as you're not clunking, it's perfect. Yeah. Oh, okay. So where should I begin? Right Go, there. Keep going right where you were. It, yeah. it wasn't enough to drown you out, but I know over you know because we listened back oh. to these for our own medicine okay, later. Thank yeah. you. Yes. So um, I had taken the class before she came up to me and said that, and the class we did a what do you call it, vision board? Oh and yes. Did he move away from his thing? I don't know. It's still recording, but we're not 
What what minute are we at? So I can thirty seven. Don't worry, let's pause this. All right, we're not hearing you, Alan. In case you're hearing us, but that's okay because it's not. Live. Oh wait, he's back. Okay, we're not live, which is good. So, are you there? Can you talk? Hello, Alan. Can you hear us? Hello. What was that? We hear you. Can you hear us? Can you hear us? We see you. Can you hear us? Hello. Okay, call him back. Okay, good. I wrote down a note. Yeah. Yeah. Tell him just before thirty-seven. Hello again. Hey, you there? I'm here. You there? Yes. The beauty of this is that um, since we're not live, we'll edit it and no one will ever know the difference. So you you could start with saying that you were at Unity. You took the class, right? Yeah, yeah, that story. So whenever you're ready. Ready? Yep. Yeah. I was at Unity. I took this class and we did a vision board. And mine was all about light. It had um, light bulbs. It had candles. It had Christmas lights. Mm -hmm. It had gold foil. And so I kept looking at that for days in my office. And I started to call myself the ambassador of light. Wow. Wow. I like that. I like that. That visual. So many years I had been teaching and giving keynotes about people lightening up with their Mm, attitude, with mm, humor. mm. And so I called myself the ambassador of light. And then this person, as I mentioned, came up to me and she said, I love being around you. She said, I feel so good. She said, you are like the ambassador of light. Wow. This is a perfect, because it really is an example. I mean, a literal example of how how we, others see us Exactly is how we see ourselves. Yeah, they take us at our own valuation. Yes, they take us at our own valuation. Yeah, and we're spreading. We're spreading our light. We're spreading who we are, and and you know, in, in a zeal way, and and so I got the chills when she said that, and and it was like I had told nobody that I was calling myself that. Wow. And here, so um, it's so important. I think that we be authentic. We be loving, as you said. Um, because it's rub- we don't see it, but it's rubbing off to other people. People are picking up who we are, what we are, what we're saying. You know, so, what? You, you just yeah. reminded me of a good one-liner I heard from Reverend Ike recently. Yeah, let's hear it. And he said, you know, about believing, believing in God, he described as this. He goes, when I believe in myself, I'm believing in God. That is the same. Like it's when I believe in myself, I am believing in God. When I have that confidence in myself, it means my faith is in God. I used to think it was two different things. Right. right. Well, in unity, don't we believe that God is not only external but within us? Yes. And so, when we're believing in ourselves, who are we believing in? We're believing in God. God. Yes. Exactly. Right. Exactly. So, you know, earlier, you when you at the beginning of the show, you said uh, the introduction about shrinking and you said, I allow an abundant universe to shower its gifts upon me. 
And I have an affirmation I'd like to share with you and your listeners because it is, I've been using it for years and it is truly showered God's gifts on me. And the affirmation is, the world treats me as royalty wherever I go. Ooh. Oh, my goodness. I love that. The world treats me as royalty wherever, wherever I, I go. go. Wow. And it has been so true. I have found $100 bill on the street. I find money all the time. I've gotten an upgrade on international flights. <laughs> yes. Um, it's just so amazing. That really is no more shrinkage. Instead of going, well, I better not ask. You know, I don't right. know. They'll probably say no. It's rude to ask. Yeah. And yeah. people make fun of me. You know, they make fun of, well, you always, you always this. You always find money, you know, right. for example. Right. Uh, you know, you, you live, my, a friend of mine said, you live a charmed life. I said, I live my life. I believe in these things. I do these things to, to, Foster that charm life, you know. Yes, right. yes. You're doing the work by, you know, by exercising work. your faith every day. I mean, a nice response to people like that, because when I hear that, that's another opportunity um, for me to shrink. Meaning when people recognize that in me and go, well, everything you touch turns to gold. I need to learn to take that in and say, you know what? Wow, you're right. It does. Instead of going, well, you know, not everything. Because I start feeling like it's arrogant or... Right, right. And that, and that's not healthy, folks. What's healthy is to respond like Alan. Like, yeah, well, you can you can live a charm life too. I do a yeah. few and, simple things and, you know, each in, day. In the CEO reading today, it said, I look for and expect positive outcomes. Yes. So if you want a charmed life, look for those positive outcomes because yes. they are all around us. And when people say about the gold... Yes, that may be true, but I, I I help other people when I get that goal. That's, That's right. right. I, I tithe, you know. <laughs> um, so, right. yes, I get the gold and I right. share it. Yeah. Yeah, circulation is so important to this whole process. I mean, that's the nature of the universe to circulate. And the more we circulate, the more comes in, the more goes out, the more comes in, the more. Uh, the other day when I was at a meeting at work, they gave us. Uh, sandwiches and um, I was so happy it was delicious and then what happened there oh I was saying how great last year I worked at a school and because I teach special education we were there was all this buildup like oh don't worry teachers we're going to make sure you're, you're you know you feel secure and safe before you come back and those there's going to be surveys but because I teach the kids I do their uh, mine was oh by the way you're coming back next week uh, <laughs> we got a waiver for your kids so anyway it turned into a huge blessing though because I, I was teaching at a school last year um, where we were right next to downtown Culver City. All these new restaurants were there. There was no one there because no one was out except us. And I was telling my colleague at my new school how great that was. And they were like, ooh, that'd be dangerous for, for us because you know, we'll we'd be spending money every day. You know, like oh that kind of thing. And I said, I said, nah, it was heaven for me because I believe – and I wasn't even thinking about making a statement. Right. I just said, I believe in treating myself. And I knew something new was going on in my life because – she started laughing and she go and like you know like it tickled her like a child and yes. like she she yeah. she said to me uh, what else do you believe and that had like this ripple effect through my head I was like there's so much more I believe yes and there's so much more that I practice yes. believing and it and this stuff works and it's amazing it really yeah. is amazing yeah you know you you were talking about when my joy starts shrinking 
Mm-hmm. I changed my thinking. So I have a little a little takeoff on that, a riff on that. Yeah. Um, when my joy starts stinking, uh-huh. <laughs> yes. I changed my thinking. That would work too. Yes. <laughs> that, that actually came through our minds as yeah, well. I know. Great minds oh, think really, alike. Really. And, and, you know, I was thinking about the title of your book, The Awe Factor, and I was wondering, like, does that have anything to do with what we're talking about here? Oh, yeah, of course. It's it. My final conclusion of what awe is, is that awe is the divine in everything. Mm. So when we see on something, we're really seeing the divine because just take a flower and look, look at it. Look at a tulip Look inside the colors, the shape, the size, some flower, incredible aroma. Um, But everything, look in a person's eyes. Right. You know, Um, look in so much. You, you know what? I'm glad you're sharing that because last night I was driving to the VA campus here. I'm actually a veteran. For those who don't know, you might not know that. And I was going to meet some people up there. And on the way there, you know, it could be a, depending on what lens you're looking through. It's easy to look through a foggy lens at the veterans sure. <laughs> campus. Yeah, a lot of people have judgments about it. Yeah. So uh, but I when I started asking my mind, what about this drive do I love? I mean, the drive there. Yes. And my mind's calling, ooh, I'm in Southern California. I'm loving this fog. You know, and I got so full of love. Like, ooh, what about ooh, this? Yeah. Like, what about, the, like, every portion of yeah. the drive there, I'm going, what do I love about this? By the time I got there, the, the guy said, oh, there's a change. You're going to be meeting in the basement. And normally, because the, the guy who actually sent me the text to let me know we were meeting in the basement was kind of like, oh boy, like right, right, it, kind of cynical. It could be because yeah. it is like going into a dungeon. These buildings were built, I think, during the Civil War. Right, but, uh, but I was so high. I get downstairs. I go like everyone's like, oh yeah, it's right downstairs. Take the elevator. I go down. I'm so high on love at this point. Right, I walk in. There's coffee, but I'm like, oh my god, this this is amazing. And everyone's like, oh yeah. We should be here all the time. Like that, my joy right. just rippled through everybody. You turned the basement into the penthouse. It surely yeah. did. Yeah. This stuff really was. And what I'm getting at is ask your mind. And anytime you start feeling like, oh, blah, blah, the mind will work for us. It's there as a tool. It's not the I am. The I am is the me that gets to utilize my mind. When I forget that is when I start shrinking. Right. But but it's a simple fix if we ask our mind what about this drive do I love? What about this shopping mall? I'm waiting for somebody and I'm getting like miserable about being here too long. Whatever it is, just go, what about this place do I love? And your mind is going to start working for you, not against you. And you'll be amazed by the time your friend shows up at the mall, how enthusiastic and high you will be to see them and the whole mall will transform. I guarantee it. Yeah. Again, expect a positive outcome. You yeah, know, I something happened to me yesterday for months. Well, before COVID, I was I booked a week and paid for in Mexico mm. vacation in Mexico right. before COVID. So I haven't taken it almost two years. Mm. Yesterday, I got a call saying, well, we can give you a week next April, but it's kind of late in the season. It's the last week in April. And I was absolutely thrilled because that's my birthday week. Wow. So spending Mexico, uh, you know, my birthday in Mexico. And I thought this is the best week ever they could have come up with. And yet it was looking like, you know, we were not going to have the right place for you. Right. We're not going to have the right week, you know, and, and it 
I kept thinking, no, this is all going to work out. This is going to be great. And it was great. I never thought about it being on my birthday. And there it, it happened. So there it is. Yeah. Love. Be positive. Uh, yeah. It's it, just it's all there for us to take. The right. divine order and all is really what makes it easy for me to hang my hat on expecting good outcomes. Yeah. True. And and the, the knowledge that when I live this way, like, it's amazing. Like, in your case, Alan, it's like the thing that almost sounds like a throwaway often is like yes. someone else might look at, oh, we're just throwing this away. And it's the very thing that's so perfect for my desire. When we start desiring yes. just what our heart desires and not worrying what anyone else thinks or does, it's so much easier for life to deliver it because – all it takes is that one week when no one else wanted it to happen to coincide with your birthday, yeah, you know, yeah. or Daryl to be on fire because he was driving and enjoying the fog, which, the, you know, and for the basement to turn into the penthouse. It's uh, when we're in touch with ourselves, everything yes. simplifies. Like you said, being in touch with God means being in touch with ourselves. Well, like you started the show off with the fact that. This is the natural realm. This is the great reality. Yeah, uh-huh. It's when I'm shrinking that I'm moving away from that. I start right. feeling bad. And then that's when I get in that bad habit. And a lot of success coaches mistakenly reinforce this, 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 um, self will approach, or? this self will approach that doesn't work because it's based on trying to force myself to compensate for feeling bad. Trying to ride the bike without the chain on yes, properly. Yes, yes. Instead yeah. of just dropping everything, releasing, relaxing, and starting to move my mind back into the flow yeah. of love, joy, peace, prosperity. Yeah. And then things start clicking again. Yeah. yeah and I also think a word you didn't say is trust. Yes. Trust yeah. the universe. Yes. Trust divine. Yes. Uh, you know, it, you'll be taken care of. You know, right. I, I was not only taken care of by the having the room open on my birthday week, but... I never even thought of it. So if I trusted it would all be okay, it was even more than okay. Right. It was better than okay. Yes. You know, it's just as easy to say, wow, everything's working out just just perfect for me in any moment if we're willing to choose to think something new. Um, Speaking of this, we got to wrap up the show in a minute. Alan Klein, did you want to let people know where they can find you, um, find your book, Uh, all of that type of stuff? Yeah, on the internet, Amazon has all my books. The latest is The Awe Factor, How a Little Bit of Wonder Can Make a Big Difference in Your Life. And on on the internet, www.alanklein.com. You need to spell the name right, A-L-L-E-N-K-L-E-I-N. Beautiful. Wow. Man, thank you so much for sharing your jolly joy with us. And hang on the line for a yes. moment because we like to wrap up the show with a small story we found. Yes, Alan the- Klein just gave me a quick little affirmation. What he is inspired. It? What is it? I won't go bust as long as I trust. Well, there you go. <laughs> it's a must that I trust. It is a must. What well, do you got? most people aren't aware that Alan Klein inherited that funny bone from his father. Do you know that? No. One day when he was in elementary school, all the kids were bragging about how important their fathers were. You know how they do. One boy noted, my dad's the sheriff. Those are awfully big shoes to fill. Alan puffed himself up real big and said, my, my dad's shoes are even bigger shoes to fill. The boy said, oh, yeah, what does he do? Alan smiled wide and said, he's a clown. 
<laughs> Here comes the mail bag. Wow, Enzo the cat is dragging in the mail. We got a quick one from Bonnie Wayne from British Columbia. Directly to you, said, Daryl, did I ever tell you I love your drawings? Well, I do. Let me know when the T-shirts are out. I think we can um, arrange that at yeah. some point. And also... Uh, she's referring to the art that Daryl makes for all of our podcasts. We'll send that to Alan Klein when his episode comes out next uh, next week. And um, yeah, so you check can that see out them on, on Facebook or on our website. Yes. So um, oh, oh wow, it's look Gene who's Autry. moseying on in. Hi, boys. Let's hear it. You got a song for us? I got a song, yeah, that I used to sing to my own brain every right. time I start to feel a little shrinkage happening. Let's hear it, buddy. Oh, give me land, lots the of land, land under starry skies above. Don't fence me in. Let me ride through the wide open country that I love. Don't fence me in. Let me be by myself in the evening breeze and listen to the murmur of the cottonwood trees. Send me off forever, but I ask you, please. Don't fence me in. Visit DarylNed.com to find easy links to everything we do. And once again, thanks for being a part of Funniest Thing with Daryl Ned on Unity Online Radio. Just turn me loose. Let me straddle my old saddle. (laughs) (laughs) Send me off forever, but I ask you please. Don't fence me in. Yeah. Thank you for listening to The Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. Listen in as these unlikely saints share more real-life stories of how surrendering to divine order always leads to better-than-expected outcomes. This program has been made possible by God through automated monthly transfers from Daryl and Ed's credit cards. Thank you for listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Sometimes you feel so alone and overwhelmed, you don't know where to turn. These days, it seems like there is no end to our problems. We invite you to connect with Silent Unity, the 24-hour prayer ministry where someone is waiting to pray with you right now. Since 1890, Silent Unity has always been there. No judgment or dogma, just someone affirming the best for you. Call 816-969-2000 today. You can also connect online at unityprayervigil.org. 